Welcome to the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. And we're here today with Chris, Denise, Dawn, and me. I'm Pat. And we're going to talk about summer reading. Who's excited about summer reading? I am. I would love to be able to read this summer. Oh, well. <laughs> but you work at a public library. What does that mean? No reading. <laughs> That's what that means. Very little free time to read. Because <laughs> we're busy. Too busy helping other people read. That's right. Yes. We have a lot planned. And I thought it would be fun for us to talk about what we like to read in the summer or what we did when we were kids in the summer mm. reading, you know, what did uh. we read? We've, we've established, I think, that none of us participated necessarily in a summer reading program, mm -hmm. and we're trying to kind of figure out when that got started around the country. And it seems like in Texas it's been going on for about 60 years. Um, started in like three counties as part of a Texas State Library rural services thing and then spread within just a few years, mostly through bookmobiles, mm -hmm. I think. Very cool. Um, and Texas stopped doing its own summer reading program just a few years ago in 2012. And since then, we've been part of the nationwide collaborative summer reading, no, collaborative summer library program, CSLP, um, and, you know, we'll tell you more about that as we go along. So, but what did you all do in, in summers when you were kids? Did you read? Did you not read? What did you do? I definitely did. You did? Yeah. Uh, my public library was within walking distance of my home. So. In walking distance, cool. And so I did do a lot of reading. But, yeah, there, not a program. I most definitely didn't win any prizes. <laughs> no prizes. For reading. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I read all the time, no public library. We had to, well, I think I bought my own books hmm. a lot of the time okay. from, especially when I was in high school, from babysitting and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. I did earn some money from 4-H when I did that too. Oh, okay. I had a pig and sold it. And yeah. And bought books. <laughs> and bought books, yeah. So I like to read... Um, Sweet Valley High, about the twin mm -hmm. girls. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorites. I had like from one to 40, uh, and then I guess I got out of it, or maybe they weren't producing the books or something, because <laughs> yeah. that's where I stopped. I still have them. Well, my wow. parents have them somewhere. Oh. I was going to give them to my daughter, and I never had one. Chad <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to read them. No, huh? he doesn't wow. want to read those. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of a romance, and then when I got... A little bit older into high school, mm -hmm. I started with um, Stephen King mm. and Pet Cemetery, and yeah, so. Okay. So it's just been recently, really, where I've kind of started to branch out and read other things besides romance and horror. Hmm. I kind of went the other way around from you. <laughs> so I, I always did summer reading, not necessarily a program, because during, in school we had the Texas reading program where you read... 10 different kinds of books and you have to check off the box. You know, I read one of these, I read one of these and you get a little certificate, mm -hmm. but I don't remember ever getting prizes either, yeah. Denise. So yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything about that, but we had a bookmobile that came. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Austin and 
if, as, if I remember, when, when we were kids, the only Austin Public Library was downtown, okay. which is not easy to get to when, you know, that many years ago, it was, you didn't just go downtown all the time. Um, but the, the bookmobile would come once a week to every elementary school in Austin. And we ah. live right across the street from an elementary school. So mm-hmm. the bookmobile would actually park right across the street from my house. Very cool. So yeah, that was really neat. So I do remember a bookmobile, but yeah. I don't know if it came in the summer or if it was more during the school year. Hmm. It would come okay. like every two weeks. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, no summer. I didn't never got prizes, but I just yeah. love yeah. to read. That was yeah. my prize. Yeah, me Sorry. too. <laughs> I, uh, what I was going to say is about horror and, and romance yeah. is when I was little, I read mysteries because I loved Nancy Drew mm-hmm. and... Um, one of my cousins, older cousins, had given us some Nancy Drews that they didn't want anymore. Uh, recently, they've asked for them back, and they don't get them. But um, um, I, I just decided I loved mysteries, and I wanted to be Nancy Drew when I grew up. And, you know, there was a period where I wanted to be a PI like her. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a spy, all that kind of stuff. But then yeah. in middle school, I read true ghost stories like paranormal sightings mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. you wouldn't r- believe that about me knowing me now but no. I went through that and just at some point it just got to be too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just stopped reading them and have never gone back because they scare me now but yeah. for that period I guess I liked being scared I don't know I can't imagine not being scared uh-huh. about things that people are telling me really happen but mm-hmm. anyway but then after that I started reading the little, you know, high school romances and things like that. Yeah. But I still love mysteries of any kind, um, romances, fantasy, mm-hmm. science fiction, not so much nonfiction, although I do read some of that. But so I, I, in the narrative, nonfiction has really made a oh, difference yeah. for me in yeah, the yeah, nonfiction yeah. genre mm-hmm. because before I would not have picked up a nonfiction yeah. book. Right. Yeah. Never. Yeah, so. because before you you would think of nonfiction as oh, this is where I got to look up stuff. Yes. This is not something mm-hmm. just to sit down and read, yeah. beginning to end. So yeah, it's been big. But yeah, so Chris, what about you? Summer reading. Uh, I read during the summer. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm. I remember there being programs at the library. Yeah. yeah. In Denton, when I was in Denton, I think that I got like a sheet or something where we were supposed to record what we read. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember whatever came of that. <laughs> but I do remember reading all kinds of things mm-hmm. about stuff when I was little. Um, I like to read stuff about animals and things like that. Sharks and oh, cool. so more spiders. Tr- and True stuff. Non-fiction. Yeah, I read a lot of nonfiction. I like to read books about UFOs. Bigfoot hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Nonfiction, yeah. UFOs, cryptozoology. Uh-huh. It's in it's uh-huh. in the Dewey section. Yeah, I'm just reiterating. When I was a, yeah. zero zero four point nine four. Yeah. When I was a kid, that was what I did. And when I wasn't playing video games I would, or, hmm. or playing outside, mm-hmm. then I would. Yeah, sure. I would read. I don't remember all the stuff I read over those summers. Yeah. But I remember. I remember when you I was remember older. remember reading, you don't remember prizes, though. No, huh? I don't remember okay. prizes. I do remember getting older and then 
uh, having summer reading projects we were supposed to do mm-hmm. for school and mm-hmm. spending the whole summer planning to read the book for that project <laughs> and, <laughs> and never getting around to it. Uh-huh. So I do remember that. I was usually reading something else or playing video games or playing outside. Yeah. I always thought it was interesting that, that they assigned summer reading in the summer, you know, when you can go outside and play and be not reading, you know. I mean, yes, we're in Texas, so there are probably parts of the day where you don't want to be outside, yeah. and being inside reading is probably better. But anyway, I don't know. So when did the uh, details come about for, like, the summer slide when we realized that children are losing um, knowledge throughout the summer didn't that come about several years ago when they started trying to do year-round school i know some schools maybe still do that but that was part of the reasoning because yeah, they wouldn't was that, forget was so that much 15 stuff. years ago or so quite yeah, that, there were there were a lot of districts considering that um, mm-hmm. in denton one of the elementary schools as kind of a test project um did that for probably five years I don't know that anything was conclusive, but okay. they um, obviously they didn't change the whole school schedule, and that elementary school I think went back to the regular academic year. Okay. Anybody doesn't know the summer slide is when you know the kiddos lose knowledge during the summer, yeah, and uh, they slide backwards. What are you laughing at me for, both of you? No, <laughs> no one's laughing. You're not looking. No, it's all Chris. I'm laughing. It's all Chris. It's called a summer slide, which makes you think that it has something to do with going to the water park. Or right. Oh, it sounds fun. up a slippery it slide. It sounds fun, but it's, it's not. Fun. A summer slide. <laughs> Don't slide. They should yeah, call, they should call it something more... Uh, more negative because yeah. the summer slide sounds awesome. But it's all yeah. about, it's all about <laughs> presentation because I mean you can't see us on the radio, but if you say it with a frown on your face and a grimace, it's like summer slide. Or you maybe can tell it's not. Ooh, summer slide! Yay! Maybe it <laughs> should be difference. the summer suck the life out of you. <laughs> I would have called uh, it the summer decline. The summer decline. <laughs> summer decline. Oh, okay, wow. that is okay. a good negative. Right, it right. doesn't really matter how you say it. Right. You still it's know. still a decline. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So and so they say if you are reading. Um, I think that I just read something the other day that was like three or six books. If you can read that throughout the summer, that you will maintain your level of reading. Well, um, not, not, if you're a beginning reader, that wouldn't do it. But but if you're an independent reader, so mm-hmm. three to six chapter books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to help you in in all areas of your education i mean not just reading how's, and english language arts well you know if you don't practice five plus five is ten when school starts you may not remember that maybe True five enough. plus five equals seven or maybe 15 yeah i don't know you gotta all these keep that mind working so does that mean right. you have to read math books too 
You need to come to the library and work on, not work, but play with the stuff that we have here because it helps to engage you. It engages Mm -hmm. your mind and it helps to keep you sharp and uh, helps you to retain information through the summer. And every study says that regardless of the academic discipline, reading and comprehension are the foundation for being successful in all of those areas. So... And some districts, including math, because you know you've got to understand instructions. You've mm-hmm. got to be able to read the math that's in front of you. You've got to be able to read the word problems. All those things include reading and comprehension, and that's always the basis for success in academia. Makes sense. And I think good. <laughs> some districts are also trying to incorporate writing into math, for example. So when you're giving your answer, it's not just all numbers. Mm-hmm. You have to explain it. And that's the big thing is you have to explain what you did. And so you have to write it out. So you can't just do it. You have to think about it. And why did I do this step? So there's a lot. There's a lot more to showing your work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I always had oh, trouble. Oh man, with could you imagine our like math problems? They'd be like poetry. Yeah, they'd be flowing with yeah. prose. Exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> I want to see this. I'm going to give you all a math problem <laughs> and have you explain it to me. Well, you're, assu- you're assuming we can figure out the math. <laughs> there's that. There's that. Oh no. But it'll still be pretty. I would make, the, I would make all it'll the words sound really good just to try to cover up the fact that I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> distract you. And yeah, yeah. Look how pretty mm. that is. Just make it sound like we know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. So what you're really saying is that, that reading and language is really is the most important thing to, to found the most important foundation for the human brain and not math and other things because <laughs> all those things are built upon upon that right well yes <laughs> so there are different ways people learn not like one person doesn't just learn one way but they have kind of what you know how they learn best or whatever multiple intelligences all that stuff but but also the idea that that everybody um incorporates all of those ways of learning and knowing and the the best learning the best education is going to be well-rounded and inclusive of all of those things and that's why we don't just have we'll give you a prize for reading. We have programs where you come in and you learn about animals and mm-hmm. you you sing and you do all these other things. And then we have steaming Tuesdays for families and things where you come and do hands-on stuff. And we have kinder Maker readiness. Day and Kinder Readiness and all the other things that we have that, mm-hmm. that try to incorporate all those different ways of learning and all those different ways of, of um, kind of Becoming who you're meant to be. That's what summer reading is all about, Charlie Brown. <laughs> so let me let me say, as a child, I kind of did myself worry about the stuff that you learn at the end of the year mm. and the fact that you're supposed to know it when you go back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That was my own personal worry. It's like, oh, no, Am fractions. I'm going to forget it all, you know. And so, I don't know. Should we have a program for fractions? Sorry. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the 
That's we funny. could. Uh, we could. Well, you know, it's STEAM. The last, the last letter is math, so we yeah. could do math programs. That'd be fun. I love math. So the teens are doing a pie baking contest <gasps> for one of the, their first right. program. Uh huh. And so we could divide the pie. Ooh, right. Yeah. Pie Into, charts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds so, like fun. So yeah. what I found just in a quick search mm-hmm. of summer slide research is that it comes from about 2000. I mean, there were probably indications earlier, but nobody really put it together necessarily. Okay. But what I'm seeing is from, from 2000, early 2000s. So yeah, that would be about fifteen years, twenty years yeah. that we were that we've been looking at that and kind of making those connections okay. um, between loss of learning over the summer and the possibility that reading through the summer can help lessen that, keep that from being a real thing that causes problems at the beginning of the new year. So what are we doing this year at Decatur Public Library for summer reading, Dawn? Well, well, our theme from the Collaborative Summer Library Program is Libraries Rock. So, Libraries yeah. Rock. <laughs> okay, so Libraries Rock does not mean geology. <gasps> okay. It is music. So oh. our focus is on music this year. Oh. And... Um, we have all kinds of musicians coming in each week for the kids to listen to, and somebody's bringing drums. That's our mm-hmm. first program. Um, so it's going to be hands-on. They're bringing over hands 100. on to actually drum in the library. Yes. Woo! There's yeah. going to be, it's going to be a drum circle from okay. what I understand, and there will be over 100 drums. Wow. Yeah, cool. It's gonna be exciting mm-hmm. and loud. Yeah, at the library. <laughs> Yay! Don't tell anybody. Oh wait. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and then Lucas Miller, the singing zoologist, is coming back. Singing zoologist. What? He is awesome. He's funny, and we just really enjoyed him last year, and so he's coming back. All right. Critter Man, of course. What does he sing? Um, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't sing. <laughs> he doesn't sing, but I thought he was doing DJing on the side now. <laughs> what? I no, did not catch that. Really? Uh-huh. That's what he said last year. Oh, my goodness. Interesting. I, I wonder that. if he sings to his critters. Oh, dear. Sarah needs them or I something. I don't know. Wow. So he's bringing, last year he brought snakes and scorpions mm-hmm. and tarantula mm-hmm. and an alligator, I a remember Texas this. alligator. Yes. Um, I did request that he bring different critters this year. Okay. So I am not sure exactly what he is oh. going to bring. So it'll be a surprise to me as well. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Hampstead Stage is coming back. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Hampstead Stage. They are two actors come, usually a male and a female, and they do a play. So last year they did Beauty and the Beast. This year they're going to do Treasure Island. Mm. We also had them at Christmas, and they did the Christmas story. Oh, right, yeah. not the Christmas story. What was it? A Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, right. Um, so it was really awesome, I think, even for the teens who saw... A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I know a lot of kids are in drama or theater mm-hmm. and all that. Or may as well be because they're just little drama kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hampstead Stage is also going to do a, an improv workshop for us again this year. And it's for teens and adults. And adults. Yay. Yes. So I participated last year. It was so much fun. Hmm. Um, have you all seen... Even for introverts, it's okay? Um, I think we pulled them out, actually, yeah. towards the end. It took a little bit. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was good. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed the whole thing. So you were going to say, have you seen... Uh, whose line is it anyway? Oh, yes. So that's a lot of what it's like. They give you a scenario and you get to play act and okay. and have fun. And um, so if you're a little bit of an introvert and a little bit shy, bring your mom or your dad with you. That may or may not help. <laughs> um, bring your friend. Yes, bring a friend. Bring yeah. a friend. So that'll be the night before. So that'll be a Tuesday evening program. And Steve Brooks is coming. He's a folk singer. He sings folk songs. All right. We are going to be closed on July 4th. So don't come to the library. Go have fun. Eat watermelon. And swim. And see fireworks. And see fireworks. Yay. Okay. And then come back because the Pearl Museum is coming. Ooh. And they're going to have some fun activities for us. Probably not music related, Mm. more science, technology, engineering, math kind of stuff. And then Mr. Willie's coming, and he sings as well. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about Mr. Willie. He came to your library. Yeah, he's he's written a couple of books, and he he writes songs. So these aren't probably songs you would know. These are songs he's written. Ah. He's written a couple of songs about his kids, and he's written songs about baseball, and he's written... Just just songs about stuff that happens in life. So Yeah. By the time it's over you'll know some Mr. Willie songs. That's awesome. Yeah. Have some new music to mm-hmm. sing in the car. There you go. I love it. So our final uh, wrap-up party is going to be on the 25th. So I've put that it's a dance party. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we did last year. But I've gotten some new ideas. And (laughs) I saw that maybe we could do like a karaoke party. Oh, well, we we could do that too. (laughs) But Um, no. Right. a character dress up, like maybe from your the favorite book that you read over the summer, and you can dress up as your favorite character, and we'll have some kind of dance party or something. I don't know. Well, it's it's gonna be fun. Okay, we'll have prizes too. So we're gonna have teen summer reading too, right? You mentioned the pie baking and the improv night. What else are the teens gonna be doing? The teens. I've kind of revamped their program. I want them to do a project for me this year. (laughs) I know, right? They're out of school. (laughs) What do you want me to do? Uh, So they're going to be meeting the same night as our STEAM program Mm -hmm. on Tuesday nights, but Mm -hmm. they're going to meet 30 minutes earlier at 6 o'clock, and so they'll get to do their own thing. So the pie baking contest, I'm going to try to get an art class for them, um, tie-dyeing we talked about doing a financial class about you know buying your first car and having some information as far as saving and all that Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when they're done with that they're going to come and join us in the steam area which is a family program this year 
and take pictures and kind of document the changes that we are making in our garden mm. because we're hoping to, well, our, our steam schedule is going to be entirely in the garden. So we're going to start mm. with composting and then we're going to make amphibian houses and maybe some bee houses and all kinds of different mm-hmm. things maybe mm. to, and do some planting so I want them to be able to document and then have something to post in the library. Okay. So they can do it digitally or they can do a poster board with some mm-hmm. photos that we can we can put up. Cool. Yay. So I thought it'd be kind of fun for them. Yeah. And then they can help with the, the little ones also um, is volunteer mm-hmm. time. Uh, so if you need volunteer hours for something, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> so tell us about like, the reading and getting prizes. We mentioned that none of us got prizes when right. we were kids, right. but are there prizes available for kids who read this summer at the library? Oh, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the joy of reading. Other than the joy of the reading. The feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? We're having prizes. Right? <laughs> okay, that was good enough for us, apparently. <laughs> that was so last year. Yeah. <laughs> So for the little ones, they are going to have a choice. Um, They can read 25 books, 25 hours, or 25 days. And that's the same that we've done the Mm -hmm. last couple years, I believe. And then once they finish, they'll get a a book, and they'll get to um, choose an instrument. We also have a few little instruments that they can choose. Uh, Maracas and tambourines, that kind of stuff. And the teens, they have to read three chapter books and then tell us what it was that they read. And we're going to have some questions for them, like, would you recommend this book Mm -hmm. to somebody else? You know, maybe what was your favorite part or, you know. Kind of like a little review. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, especially if they're a really good review, we'll probably post those on Facebook. Cool. So they'll get a little bit of... 15 minutes of fame. (laughs) And then they get to put their name into a drawing. So they'll have a choice of two or three different things. So movie tickets, um, not to our theater. I mean, we may have the one here in Decatur as well, but we do have tickets for um, the XD Theater in Roanoke. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking we should have main event tickets again this year. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a, a couple other things that they'll be able to put their name in Great. for. And the adults um, will have the same program. Well, the adults this time are not going to do three and then get a ticket. Oh, they are, are they going doing? to get an, an entry into drawings for uh-huh. every book they read if they write us one sentence or two sentences about the book. That we can post on Twitter or Facebook or Mm -hmm. wherever we decide to put it. So every book gets an entry. Nice. And there will be the same kinds of things, some um, restaurant, you know, gift cards, Mm -hmm. some free books, some who knows what, movie So I do have confirmation from Chili's that they Uh, are providing. So that will be one, definitely. That's great. 
haven't heard back from some of my others, so I'm not going to mention them quite yet. That's probably good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're but coming But as in. we go through the summer, we may mention the people we haven't heard from, just to, to <laughs> let you know who didn't <laughs> donate. <laughs> who is no, not no, no, supporting we us. Do that. Um, but yeah, that's the summer thing and for adults. And we'll have some program things going on this summer, but nothing specific to summer, summer. But we are having a new genealogy class starting in June. Um, and we'll have some other things going on as we get going. Um, so what about summer reading kickoff? When does it all start, Miss Dawn? May 24th. That is the last day of school. Mm-hmm. So come on in right away after school and sign up. So we'll have online registration mm-hmm. um, here at the library, and then you'll get to choose, or you'll get to pick up a little bag and your reading log and um, bookmark and a few things like that, okay. and check out some books. And, and and if you if you do that registration online from home, then whenever you can come, you can come and and pick up your reading log and yes. bookmark and such. Yes. Okay. The bags are while supplies last okay. this year, so um, that would be the only yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you may or may not, not get that when yeah. you come in later, but yeah, you definitely get started. But if you come on the 24th, mm-hmm. we are having some, you can come from 1 to 6 at the library to register. We will have the computer set up and everything, mm-hmm. and we'll have people here to help you. But from 1 to 3, we are having... Um, guests come in we're going to have different stations um so the first thing is the mayor's coming and he's going to be giving out certificates to the kiddos who uh, finished the thousand books before kindergarten yay and i think we're going to have i'm thinking at least five kids that have finished this year wow yeah that's the most we've ever had at one time right i think so Mm -hmm. we had three the first year and was it two last year only it was two last year. Only one came. Oh, only I guess. one was that's able right. to come, but we mm-hmm. had two that had, that had finished up. But wow, yeah. five—that's great. Yeah, has a lot of books. It is a lot of books, and it's awesome. It's it's really the parents who have done a great job in mm-hmm. keeping up with mm-hmm. it and and making sure those right. kiddos are listening to books. So they've done a great job. They should get a certificate too. Ah, I bet we can do that. I bet we can do that. Right? Uh, So, um, Fit and Wise is going to come. Great. And they're going to do like a music and movement. Uh And the AgriLife Extension Office is coming, and they're going to do some kind of craft or some kind of activity that the kids can do. And we've got some other people, I think, that are coming to do you know they'll have other activities and then we're going to have crafts and they're all instrument based so you'll get to make your own instruments we've got like a couple little drum activities Mm -hmm. and um some other little hand clicker things that yeah i think it will be a lot of fun yeah i think the kids will have a lot of fun so the craft things are will be there until six Mm o'clock but um i didn't want everybody to feel like they had to stay until six o'clock so the guests will be staying from one to three all right. What's so. going on for teens that day? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, they have a movie release party. What movie's coming out that day? Solo, Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pat's going to be the one to go and observe the teens. I might have to be part of that. Yeah. 
So they are making costumes. Okay. We had this conversation about costumes optional. Oh. Yeah. Did I put that? That they were strongly encouraged, but not necessary to attend the event. Yes. There we go. Yeah. So I know somebody has a Star Wars costume, a, what is it, um... The white guy. Stormtrooper? Yes, the stormtrooper. Oh, Thank yeah. One of, one of the teens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're trying yeah. to convince him to, you know, we could do pictures mm. with the stormtrooper yeah. as one of our mm-hmm. little activities. I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. We do have some cutouts, some Star Wars cutouts. Yes, we and we will. Out, so we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll have food, of course. What? Right. Food. I know. <laughs> it's a teen program. Exactly. It's, food. And I'm like, well, what kind of food do they eat in Star Wars? And they're like, they don't eat. It's too hard to eat with the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just have to make Star Wars themed food. Yeah. yeah. I do believe we have a couple of a Star couple Wars cookbooks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> there you go. Leia cinnamon buns. And right. Things like yeah. Wookie cookies. Yeah. <laughs> So adults can come that day, too. There's not a special thing going on, but they can come. They can get their first little, you know, little slips to to start writing their one or two sentence reviews. And they can put their name in for a drawing, and we'll have a couple of things, a book. We've got a movie that we're giving away, the Royal Wedding Collection with Meghan Markle. That'll be the Thursday right after the Royal Wedding. So we'll have that going on. Some things that they can go ahead and put their name in and for that drawing early on instead of having to wait till the end for the other cool things. But anyway, yeah. adults can come too. Yay. So all you parents can register yes, exactly. for summer reading. Yeah. So that's a lot of stuff. That is yeah. a lot of stuff. We're tired already. already. Yeah. Already. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about it. We have some things in the works, yeah. but I'm not sure we want to talk no, about them yet. No, not and yet. So but they're really cool. They are really cool. <laughs> um, so stay tuned. Yes. Now, a couple of things I can talk about is, of course, we're doing sensory story time on Thursday mm-hmm. for the little huh. ones, right. but we are also going to be doing like exploration stations. That's a mouthful. Okay. Exploration Tell us about stations. That. <laughs> And that's going to be from like four years old through maybe seven years old. Okay. So they can come in and we'll have different stations. One will be like a math station with different um, manipulatives that they Mm -hmm. can work with. We're going to have a reading station where they can listen to audiobooks. And I can't remember what else, but there's like four or five different stations that we'll have. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like 45 minutes that they can Mm -hmm. come in and, and explore with those things. Cool. Yeah, so since we're not having the little learners' mm-hmm. uh, story time, we're going to have these uh, set up for them so that they can continue to learn and, mm-hmm. and be ready for kindergarten, or the kindergartners can be ready for first grade. You know, Great. it'll be good for all of them. All right. So we talked earlier about that Texas now is part of the Collaborative Summer Reading Program, and... Um, I found out a little bit of information about that. It actually started in Minnesota as a regional library program in 1987. Okay. And then state libraries and systems a little further out, kind of upper Midwest, and then just kept growing Mm -hmm. year by year. And now I 
I don't know if every state is part of it, but a lot of states are part of it. And Texas um, State Library now is actually the member that of the CSLP. So they do provide public libraries in Texas with a lot of free materials with um, the clip art, the certificates, the bookmarks, all that, posters, mm -hmm. that kind of thing is provided free from the Texas State Library for public libraries in Texas through the Collaborative Summer, Lear Summer Library Program. So it's a really great deal for us. Yes. The, the State Library provides so much help mm -hmm. that would cost us a bundle if we had to take care of it ourselves. So it's really great to have this program. Yes, and, and we get a lot of support, actually, from a lot of different organizations. So mm -hmm. um, the Texas Commission on the Arts right. provides grants for some of our presenters, not mm -hmm. all of them, mm -hmm. but if they're on the list, they will provide us with a grant. to. They can't cover the entire cost, but they help to cover part of it. And our friends organization. Uh, right, the Decatur Library Foundation. They're wonderful, aren't yes. they? Yes, yes. Thank you for... Yeah. They... they yeah, they underwrite all of the people we bring in through the summer, all of the incentives that we are able to give for children and teens. Mm -hmm. That's thanks to the Decatur Library Foundation. So every time you come and buy books at our used book sales, every mm -hmm. time you make a donation in memory or in honor of someone in the community to the Library Foundation, um, every time you send in your dues for the friends of the library, all of that helps support summer reading. Yes, and yeah. it's it's awesome because we wouldn't be able to bring all of these people every week if we didn't have those. Right. So, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's it. We have summer reading. It's coming, and you can be part of it. It all starts May 24th and goes all the way through July. Get online, come by, check it out, Decatur Public Library, Decatur, Texas. And you've been listening to the Long Overdue Podcast. Mm -hmm.